Good morning, Peter Goffwood. I thought you'd stood me up. <laughs> Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning to listeners. I'm terribly sorry about that. Sorry, I've been, been stuck in a strategy meeting for planning the new series of Ultimate Primark. Oh! Um, yeah, very exciting shooting in November in the Western Cape as well. So it's going to be a very exciting series. Fantastic. Well, then well then, I'm very glad that I persisted in trying to get hold of you. <laughs> yes. um, even had Elise, I wrote to her in. I said, where is Peter? Is he okay? But anyways, all good, all's well that ends well. We're talking about Burevors. Yes. And uh, I mean, it's the start of Heritage Month and um, being, you know, one of the, 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 the heritage, um, how can I put it, or, or that we, we kind of look to is food in South Africa, big part of our heritage, yeah. irrespective of culture. But of course, the braai, the ultimate braai, uh, won't be a braai without Burevors. And I mean, you even went and had Burevors in your, on your braai in, um, in England. But this this article about the authenticity or what goes in, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a fabulous idea. Actually, it's, it's interesting because the current legislation that was announced this week is actually not new. Oh. Um, the, the existing legislation, which says that, um, that in order to be called Borovus was 90% meat and uh, um, 30%, but it's actually been um, a law since 1972. Okay, so it's nothing new, really. No, 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 and I'm glad they continue it. I think, I think it's one of those kind of heritage items that should be protected. And I think, um, I think it's fabulous because when you pick up a pack of burros, you know that it's it's pretty much all meat, and I think it should be like that. I think, the, you know, that the 10 percent mm-hmm. that's allowed for fillers gets used up quite quickly if you think of the fact that there's there's coriander and there's sugar and salt and vinegar. That 10% gets used up quite quickly without there being artificial cereals and starches in it. So, yes. so I think it's fantastic legislation. I think, I think more of our national... Uh, national dishes like that should should have protected recipes. I think you know it, mm. it happens the same way in in, in France um, and in Italy and Spain and the rest of Europe in terms of you know what constitutes Parmesan cheese, mm. what constitutes chorizo sausage or Parma ham. Uh, I think uh, starting to identify. Um, heritage items like like burros, for example, I think it's great that, that that they're protected. I think so too. And do you think it's been, do you think that this legislation? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm I didn't know that it's been in well in force since 1972. But do you think that this latest uh, sort of announcement is because people are trying to sort of break the rules? <laughs> I think I, I don't know. If there's, I think there's there's an element there. I think look. This current legislation is probably more relevant in in the burger section because uh-huh. that that is more distinct definitions. You've, you've got you've got ground burgers, you've got regular, you've got value burgers, and economy burgers, and that determines the the amount of meat and and whether it, um, a mechanically reclaimed meat can be used and that kind of thing. So so there's elements like that that need that, that need definition. I, I I definitely agree on. I think I think it's an, it's an important part. Although uh, although you know you have to question it sometimes because. You know, if you if you're going to buy some burger patties, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you've got four juicy patties that cost 120 rand, or you've got a box of 24 patties that cost 120 rand, I think it's kind of obvious which ones are 90 percent meat and which are 35 percent yeah. meat. I think the price says it all. Yeah. But you know, I, I suppose that the legislation is there to protect the consumer, so I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. 
and the fact that they've maintained the Burrables, the high Burrables standard, I think is I think it's a fantastic idea. And do you have a, a personal preference when it comes to because it doesn't necessarily have to just be beef or uh, or lamb or do you have a no. particular kind of combination that you like think, to? Yeah, I think for me the fat for me the for me the fat content is the is the most important. You know whether, whether or not you've got a juicy sausage, and and so so you can use the, the, there's only four meats you're allowed. You're allowed lamb, beef, pork, and goat. Okay. Um, I have to say that I've never I've never actually experienced. Well, I don't know that I've experienced a, a lot of goat sausage. Or maybe there's a lot of goat in some of the mixtures, um, but I think for me the spicing and the um, and um, the fat content mm. is probably the most important thing for me a wearable sausage. Um, you know, you, you don't want me to have that. As soon as it's got that metallic sort of taste to it, mm. that's when you know there's MSG in it. Okay. Um, and, and you want it moist and you want it juicy. You want, you want it to, to ooze when you cook it. Um, and that, the only way to do that is to get the fat content right. Um, so I'm, I, my, I would say my, my dream sausage would be... be Basically, beef with pork fat. Mm-hmm. That's generally, the, for me, the tastiest sausages. Okay. You know, um, in, in my experience, and that's that's often what I use. So, if I'm making I'm making a sausage, I'll use something that has a relatively fatty uh, content, like chuck or brisket, for example. And if I'm going to add some pork to that, I'll use I'll grind up um, pork belly. Uh-huh. That's got a nice high fat content, and that that would be my perfect combination um, for if I was making my, when I make my own burger. Now, one of the things that is very good food on the go in South Africa is a buri roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what what do you add to a buri roll? What makes the ultimate buri roll for you? Is it mustard? Is it relish? I'm putting oh, you on the I spot think, again. I think onions. I think you've got to ah. have onions in oh. whether they're fried onions or they're part of a smoothie. I think you can't have a buri roll without, without the requisite onions. I quite like just fried onions. Nice, soft, crispy, um, you know, caramelised onions, but a nice tomato smoothie. Because if you if you're if you're not gonna if you're gonna do fried onions, then you're gonna have to add ketchup or oh. mustard anyway. Yes. Um, but again, you know, it, it depends on the quality of the sausage. Oh. You know, if you've got a nice, well cooked, juicy sausage, then you don't need lots of condiments. Yeah. So um, uh, people have a tendency to overcook both generally. Yeah, and sort of make it sort of kill it. <laughs> well, it's an interesting. It's an interesting. And the reason I say this is, I've been involved for for a number of years with the with the with the Bourbons competitions. And what we generally do is, when we judge Bourbons, is we taste it raw and cooked. Oh. And one okay. of the reasons for that is, in my experience, generally in, in Bourbons competitions. The people who make the balls have got no idea how to cook it and genuinely overcook it. And we've always noticed when we judge competitions that the raw the raw content scores often scores higher than the cooked content because people have a tendency to leave the burrables on for too long. You want it a little bit of pink, you want a little bit of moisture, you don't want it cooked. If I wanted durables, I'd buy it. Ah, you know what I mean? Okay. I see, so, I see. Yeah. So, it's a little bit, so it's a little bit of a steak tartare burrables uh, um, starter. I mean, there's, a, there's a hint of a hint of pinkness in the in the middle of your sausage, and that mm. now you know you, you're retaining a lot of the flavour because as soon as you cook the moisture out. Then you just left with salt content, oh. you know, and the, the whole point of having that thirty percent fat is to keep it nice and moist. Now, if you overcook it, even with thirty percent fat, it's going to dry out. Yeah, absolutely. I I think this is a great conversation, and I um I think that uh, you know we're heading into summer as well, so there's going to be a lot of brying taking place, and burrowos is definitely one of the staples. And I thank you so much for this morning's conversation, especially with oh, regards to this nice. new uh, legislation. So it's all good, and I think. 
think that's great because normally when we see something about government says, then we all sort of shake in our boots and think, oh my goodness, bad news, but this is really actually good news. So thank you so much for clarifying that. And um, I wish you every bit of success with the planning sessions there for Ultimate Prime Master. Looking forward to that. Yeah, fantastic. Well, until we talk again next week, to the listeners, may the source be with you. Absolutely. Go well, Peter. Thank you. Bye-bye.